Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Somebody uh, decided to come up with what they believe is the uh, the grossest words in the English language. Okay, research. Yeah, it's important <laughs> research. <laughs> no, that's the grossest word right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, research is a gross word. <laughs> I did my research. Um, so at the top of the list, the word that is the grossest, women... Uh, at the top of the list, thinking this is the grossest word. And no, it's not the word you're thinking, because I couldn't say that word. Oh, gotcha. Well, I could say it once. Right. No, that's not the word. The word is pus. Pus is the grossest word. Right. With men, the grossest word is seepage. <laughs> Very similar in their mm. meaning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see where we're going here. Other words on the list include phlegm. Okay. It's disgusting mm. just by the way it's spelled. Yeah. Moist. Right? Yeah. yeah moist, well. moist really drives people crazy. It does, especially speaking moistly these days. Fester. Okay. Oh, well, that's so bad. It's fine. I'm going to name one of my kids Fester. <laughs> Fester Ven. Uh, mucus. Right. Ooze. Uh-huh. Putrid. <laughs> curd. Oh, really? As in a cheese. Oh, I like a cheese curd. Oh, I'm a you poutine do? fan. Yes. Other words that didn't make top ten but are uh, on the list. Uh, splooge. <laughs> <laughs> Use that in a sentence, kids. Discharge. Right. Oh, that is gross. That, that, that one made me throw up a little. Loogie. Oh, huck one. Yeah, I haven't said the word loogie. No, yet. that was great. Yeah. Secrete? Never, well, I, it's great, except I couldn't huck a loogie. I was never good at it. Right. See these dudes, eh? They just hork a mile. It always ends up down the front of my coat. <laughs> spitting all over myself. Uh, so, uh, loogie on the list. Secrete on the list. Uh-huh. Diarrhea. Oh. <laughs> Don't like saying it. Don't like having no, it. Oh, no. Snot. Okay. And congeal. Right. Yeah. A lot of bodily functions enlisted in yeah. those. Yeah. I don't like the word stool, as in stool sample. Okay. But I know if you go to your doctor and you have to talk about that, you have to, you can't go. I think they just wanted it like a, a, it's not really a technical word. Yeah. I think they just wanted something they didn't have to keep saying poop or crap. <laughs> <laughs> Put your crap in a bag and bring it back in. So since we uh, have a lot of time on our hands these days, we decided it would be fun to take those words and edit them into songs with the word love. <laughs> So instead of love, we get one of those words. Okay. And this is what we came up with. Splooge. Seepage. Phlegm. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky, 94.9 The Rock. Motley Crue and Pearl Jam are having words these days. Well, specifically, Nikki Six. I was going to say, it's more coming from Nikki Six and Motley Crue. Well, it started, I guess, with Eddie Vedder uh, and his hate for Motley Crue. Uh, Eddie said recently to the New York Times, he was talking about early jobs he had. And one of them was loading gears uh, at a venue in his town. 
Uh, and he says, I ended up uh, at shows that I wouldn't have chosen to go to. Uh, and he says, Motley Crue, F you. <laughs> uh, and I guess there was an issue where he, he just didn't like the way uh, the crew dealt with people and handled uh, people. And certainly the stories of Motley Crue backstage in the 80s are pretty legendary. Anyhow, after hearing this, Nikki tweeted, made me laugh today reading about how much the singer in Pearl Jam hated Motley Crue. Now, considering that they're one of the most boring bands in history, it's kind of a compliment, isn't it? He also compared Eddie's singing style to singing with marbles in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I'll say this, being personally more a fan of Pearl Jam than Motley Crue, but the defense was imminent from fans of both bands, mm. but Pearl Jam especially coming back, their fans and saying, at least, you know, our band still sells out stadiums on their own well, and not part of a, you know, a four-headliner set. No, for and sure. And I don't know if I would be comparing any lead singer to what Vince Neil has put out <laughs> in the past couple of years. Eddie Vedder at least can still climb up on stage. <laughs> Vince, Vince needs a lift. That, that chair you put on your stairs, that's what they've attached now. To the- when, he, when he sings Kickstart My Heart, he's literally asking for a defibrillator to be brought on stage. <laughs> now, look, I, 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 yeah, you know what? Certainly in the 80s and I guess early 90s, I was probably a little more on the Pearl, I'm sorry, uh, Motley Crue side of things than I would have been a Pearl Jam fan. I, I think I've swayed more over certainly to Pearl Jam uh, these days. But I, but I will say of uh, Eddie Vedder, I find him annoying in interviews or anytime he's like, I remember that uh, Cameron Crowe, uh, Pearl Jam 20 right. documentary. Yeah. Boy, when Eddie talk, talks about himself, he's slow. he's slow and he's methodic and he, just a pacing to his, to the way yes. he speaks gets rather annoying. Methodic's a good word. He's a very methodical speaker. Uh, and I think and you probably see that in a bit of his songwriting yeah. as well, you know, and, and some will, those who like him will say, oh, he's deep. Right, right. You know, he's deep, brooding and deep. Yeah, I find it you know, Others annoying. may look at that and say, he's boring. Get over yourself. Right. Yeah, it spends a lot of time humming and hawing. And, and even when he's asked to like little things. I remember at one point he was sitting on some stairwell in that documentary. And he's talking about his love of The Who. You know, he was always a big fan of The Who. But he's just going on waxing poetically right, about what the yeah. who meant to the world. Yeah. Shut up, Eddie. It's funny because when you think about, you know, those two, they're complete opposite sides, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You know, where we're, we're Eddie Vedder is this, you know, brooding, methodical, uh, existential thinker, mm. right? And Motley Crue just wants to do rails and, you know, <laughs> yeah. bang girls on, in behind, backstage. Yeah. So, you know, somewhere in the middle, I don't know that uh, that Nikki and uh, Eddie will be having lunch together anytime soon. But <laughs> I think they were before, but yeah. The war is on. Super Bowl this Sunday, and I know one thing for certain in regards to the Super Bowl. I know what I'm eating. That's this I know. <laughs> okay. Because I have been eyeing these uh, armadillo eggs at uh, Halinda's Meats. There's a, uh, it's this pork, uh, ground pork wrapped around this, like, I guess, big jalapeno and uh, cream cheese in there, and then it's all wrapped in bacon. So I'm gonna okay. That sounds good. High on the list of Doctor Downer's. Uh, oh, I bet foods to not consume. <laughs> but it is Super Bowl Sunday, so we'll uh, we'll enjoy that. Uh, you looking forward to it? Uh, you uh, either a uh, Rams or a uh, Bengals fan? Uh, I got no skin in the game really when it comes to the, uh, to to this one. Um, 
you know, I guess uh, you look at it either way. I think the Rams have been building towards this the last couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And then adding Matthew Stafford and and a couple of key pieces have really put them over the top. They've got a good defense, and, and I think they've earned their right. That being said, Cincinnati's made their way into this game by, I think, a surprise to a lot of people. But they've certainly entered the conversation as to could they complete this storied uh, kind of uh, fairy tale type season and take it all the way to the end. It's been so long since Cincinnati won anything uh, (laughs) that it, it would be pretty amazing. Yeah, nobody's cared about that city since WKRP. Right. Um, and it is because in Ohio, of course, you've got, well, kind of a football team in Cleveland. Right. So Technically, there's a there's, program, yeah. they got a, something going on. But Cincinnati, I always thought, and I don't know much about the city, but as far as a, like a market, like, I, I remember reading once when, when Elvis was in his final days, he was like doing two shows a day because he was broke, and, and he'd be playing like, Markets, secondary markets, like Cincinnati, these kind of places. Right, yeah. Like noon on a Saturday, he'd be there. And I just thought, well, how sad is that? You're the king of rock and roll in Cincinnati performing live. Yeah, it's still a big city, though, I guess, I guess, right? oh, I'm sure there's enough people. I think it was also in Cincinnati where all those people got crushed at that Who concert uh, years and years ago. And they banned festival seating where everybody was lined oh. up in the cold. And then when they opened the doors, everybody rushed to the stage. Right. And then a bunch of people got uh, crushed. I think like 11 people died or something. Anyhow, uh, yeah, Cincinnati is uh, going to uh, to the Super Bowl, and they'll be in L.A. on Sunday. So with that, there's um, always lots of different bets you can, prop bets, they call them, yes. for the Super Bowl. Like, you can put your money down on uh, which color will the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach. Yeah, they used to call it the Gatorade, but they don't anymore no. because of different sponsorship issues. And, and I guess one year, I think it was water. Right. So that screwed the whole thing up. Uh, red is the odds-on favorite. Okay. Then uh, yellow and clear are tied for second, followed by orange, blue, and purple. Right. I always like this one. Uh, who will the uh, MVP of the game thank first? <laughs> thank, uh, thank a lord, a teammate, mm-hmm. or a family member? Yeah, well, teammates first, then the lord. Got to give it up to the lord. Right. Then the coach, then the owner, and then families. Okay. Wow, last thing. Eh? Yeah, followed quickly by uh, Hiders, the girlfriend. <laughs> for weren't for you, Mercedes, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Got me into the end zone last night and right. tonight. Thank you, the Lord and Portia. Uh, will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage during the halftime show? Wow, on stage? Yeah. Uh, he'll definitely be high. Seems like such a no-brainer. Right. Um... Uh, but the odds are actually in favor of him not smoking. Really? Yeah, well, I guess they're going to try to keep it as family-friendly as possible. Will Eminem be censored at any point during the halftime show? For yes. Odds are yes, he will. Will there be a wardrobe malfunction during the halftime show this year? Hopefully no. Yeah, well, they made such a stink over the whole Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake thing. They, they still, still talk do about it, to yeah. this day. It was a boob for crying out loud. Relax. Right. Anyhow, um, it's very unlikely, they say. The odds of that not happening are like 97%. They're, okay. just, they're just not going to let that happen. Racism and other things in the NFL is fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, coaches, <laughs> black coaches not being allowed to coach, this kind of thing. Right, yeah. That's fine. Showing a boob, no thanks. 
I wish I had Jeff Bezos' problems. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. He has uh, built the largest sailing yacht. Now, think about this. Here's a guy with so much money that even after a divorce where he gave away was it millions or billions? Uh, I think billions. Billions yeah. to uh, his ex-wife. He's still got enough coin to drop $500 million into the largest sailing yacht in right. the world. Well, and that's just the price to build it. Yeah. Right? Because you still have to factor in, like, you got to put it somewhere. Like, park it. <laughs> Pulling up to your local... Uh... <laughs> checking at the marina yeah. and Bob Cajun with some, this thing. Need some gas. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to fuel it. Yeah, that's right. Right? That thing would, you know, at, at the price of gas now, mm. and on the water, it's not like they give you a break on the no, price no, of not gas. No, no, not good mileage. And no. I don't think he's carrying jerry cans to it <laughs> to fill it up. He gets off the yacht at the marina. He's filling it up. One of the kids says, can I have an ice cream cone, Daddy? What, are we made of money? <laughs> he's, he's pulling in with a gas truck at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to save a, trying to save a couple of bucks on the boat. It's unbelievable. $500 million for this thing. It's the 400 17 foot long beast and he's got an issue because it's too tall to clear a bridge in the netherlands yeah they usually build them all in the netherlands a lot of these big cruise ships are and the, and the super yachts are and then they it's amazing if you've ever watched it they they take them down the canals mm. to get out to the the sea there and like these things go over highways wow. and stuff like that like it's it's unbelievable when you see how these super yachts are made very impressive uh, so there's this bridge that's in Jeff Bezos' boat's way. It's in uh, Rotterdam, and the bridge was originally built in 1927. It was decommissioned in 1994, and it's declared a national monument. Uh, and that, that takes a lot of work to declare something. That means it can never really be touched. It, it will stay as it is. It becomes a tourist attraction. Uh, they did restore it in 2017. And the city said it would remain intact going forward. So here's something that's a national monument. Right, yeah. Can't be touched. Jeff comes along and convinces somebody it has to come down. <laughs> it's like it's like him asking for the CN Tower to be removed yeah. so he could fly in for a minute. Can you, can you move the tower over an inch? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Crazy, right? Uh, so anyhow, he went to the city. And I guess the company that built the boat went to the city. And uh, the city agreed. So, really? So Bezos and the company that built the boat, now this is when you know you're in business with somebody. Even the company agreed. They've made so much money on this thing. They've agreed to share the cost to dismantle the bridge, pass the yacht through, and then reassemble it. Wow. There's no word on how much that will cost. Well, no. And listen, for the people of Rotterdam, it's not that bad. It's Amazon. They'll have it done in three to five days. <laughs> Pay an extra 15 bucks, it'll be next day. <laughs> and somewhere an Amazon employee is saying, can I have a pee break, please? <laughs> MASH. You remember the old TV show MASH? Uh-huh. It was set during the Korean War and lasted almost four times longer on TV than the Korean War itself. <laughs> That's right. MASH lasted 11 years. The Korean War lasted three the name for a group of ferrets? You know what the name of a group of ferrets is? No. A business. Really? So if you happen upon a group of ferrets, okay. it's a business of ferrets, I guess. Wasabi was originally eaten with sushi to kill bacteria, not for its flavor. Oh. Now, that's not necessary with modern sanitary conditions, but people still, out of habit, like to eat the wasabi. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like having horseradish with mm. meat, I guess, right? 
You know, I, I do love horseradish. The first time I ever had um, Japanese food, I didn't know what that little glob on the plate was. Oh, you didn't and take I, it all the in. The whole thing. Oh, my My, my head almost. <laughs> and I sat there trying to act like everything was fine. My nose is running. My eyes are bleeding. Uh, no one told you? I, I think I threw it back so fast. <laughs> or maybe they just assumed I, I knew. A buddy of mine, too. It was just me and a buddy. And I had never uh, been to a Japanese restaurant. So he took me. Yeah, and I guess we just sat down. We ordered. It came. We started eating. We're gabbing. I see this thing. Surprised you would, though, because, it, I mean, it looks like a like a ball of plasticine that's there. Yeah, it looks like a mint of some sort right. or something. To me. Uh, okay. I don't know what I thought it was. But anyhow, I found out quickly what it was. <laughs> uh, the word quarantine comes from the Italian words for 40 days. Okay. This dates back to when it was discovered that ships were infested with plague-carrying rats. And they were forced to wait outside Venice for 40 days before coming ashore. Sure, we all wish it was only 40 days. Hmm. 40 is the only number where the letters spelling it out are in uh, alphabetical order. Oh, okay. We had something yeah. like this the other day, The other day, too. day it was, uh, what was the word? Almost. Right. It was, uh, yeah, but uh, 40 is the only number that works like that. So one is the only number where the letters spelling it out are in reverse Alphabetical. Okay. Yeah. Boy, people got a lot of time on their hands these days. They really do. They really do. Hugh Jackman didn't know a wolverine was a real animal until he got to the set of (laughs) X-Men. He thought his wolverine character was based on a wolf. (laughs) I mean, well, I guess they don't have him in Australia then? I don't know. Maybe not. This is good to know if you ever decide uh, to, or if you have to, or if you're forced into... Uh, making ransom payments in the U.S. Okay. They are tax deductible. Oh, are they really? You just have to show something like a police report as proof of your loss. <laughs> That's how Americans do their taxes. Nice. Spiked and studded dog collars date back to the days of the ancient Greeks who would give their sheep dogs sharp spiked collars to protect their necks from wolves while they were watching over the shepherd's flock oh. at night. And now metal bands just wear them. Right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> wow, they're protecting from cougars. Mm-hmm. The first chocolate bar was made in 1847. Up to that point, chocolate was just a drink. Okay. You just Yeah. Veggie burgers were invented at roughly the same time as hamburgers. I made homemade burgers on Saturday. They were outstanding. Anyhow, veggie burgers were inve- uh, invented at roughly the same time as hamburgers. They both showed up in cookbooks from the late 1800s. Imagine what that tasted like. I mean, they're not that great these days. No. Do you imagine a veggie burger from the 1800s? <laughs> this is the cow patty. Yeah, basically. <laughs> You'd have one from the actual cow or one that he deposited earlier. And this, I think, is good to know. If you ever have uh, any trouble with your um, cut flowers, you know, especially with Valentine's coming, yeah. you, you buy some nice flowers and they start getting uh, droopy quickly. Right. But especially so- if you try to make them last till next Valentine's well, Day. Yeah, that won't happen. You're lucky if they last till the following weekend. Right. Um, well, if you want to keep those flowers erect for uh, a week or longer, put some Viagra in the water. <laughs> <laughs> so with Valentine's, you and the flowers. Why are you giving blue roses? <laughs> the two of you can stand there erect for a week. Rock mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.